With Tears of the Kingdom releasing next week, we've made the ultimate list of games you need to play before its release. This episode does not contain any spoilers. Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 134, recorded on May 2nd, 2023. My name is Nathan, and I'm joined by Dakota. Yo. And Tyler. Hello. Okay, so, um, as y'all know already... Tears of the Kingdom's coming May 12th. Really? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, in case you didn't in case you didn't remember, uh, we are pretty much 10 days away. Well, at the time of this recording, it's almost nine days away, I guess. Um yeah. and even though it's a little less over like a little more over a week, we still have a list of Zelda games that we could that you could play. Maybe, you know, watch TLDR videos or something like that. And uh, catch yourself up before Tears of the Kingdom comes around. Or just be like a really good speedrunner at games you've never played before and just yeah. knock them all out. Yeah, just yeah, do a nice. marathon of speedruns across these games, even though some of them might take um, hours. <laughs> yeah, well. Or minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or even how good you are. <laughs> Depends on how good you are. Um, okay, first and foremost, let's just get the most obvious game out of the way. Breath of the Wild. Okay. Yeah, I might want to play Obviously. that one. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Like, not only is it the same world, then same link and same characters and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. It's also on the it's also on the Switch. So I'm not sure if this is going to happen, but there probably is going to be like save data bonuses or something if you play that. Um, other than that, there's nothing else I could say. It's you have to play this. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Within nine days, I mean, sure, you could probably accomplish that. Um, just speed through the story, ignore the side quests. You could probably do that. Mm-hmm. Watch yeah. like the world record speed run. Just copy what they do. Yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do a glitchless do run if you can't do the glitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of considering playing through Breath, uh, Breath of the Wild again before it came out, but then I'm like. Mm, I'm the type of person that I get really into a game and I don't want to stop. I don't want to get burnt out again. Yeah, um, I can understand the feeling there. I have yet to be Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, and if I don't get burnt out with Breath of the Wild, then I'll get burnt out halfway through Tears of the Kingdom. So, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and Tyler, at last I checked, you haven't beaten this game yet? Nope. <laughs> no, probably should. Honestly, I'll probably get on that. Mm. Maybe tonight. tonight. I might work tonight. on it tonight. Do it tonight. Uh, yeah. See, at least start the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that could, be, that could probably be good. Actually, yeah. I think I am a little bit into the game, although I haven't opened it up in years. I can I can help you out, like, right now if you wanted to. <laughs> I think I'm... <laughs> I've memorized the main okay. parts of the game on the back of my head. <laughs> now I have a whole new game to memorize. Oh gosh, oh, I do not. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be, I mean, I have to imagine some stuff carries over. Uh, yeah, a majority. Yeah. Locate like terrain, um, general mm. locations. You know the the usual stuff. Um, yeah, if you're looking for this game, uh, it's on the Wii U. It's on the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's full price though. To play it on the Wii U, have to say, in anticipation Wait, of yeah. of the Kingdom, let me boot up Wii U Breath of the Wild. <laughs> You can't even technically buy it on the Wii U digitally. Yeah, you'd no, have to you'd have it. to pay you'd have to pay for an inflated price to get the physical yeah. copy. Uh, so so if you want, if you just so happen to want the Wii U yeah. version, 
good luck for those Wii U Breath of the Wild enjoyers that don't have the game yet. Yeah. <laughs> if you're up to spice things up, then maybe buy yourself a Nintendo Labo VR kit and play this game on <laughs> VR mode. Oh. 90% of this game works in VR mode, but uh, let's just say 90% of the time you'll get motion sickness. Yeah, that you do the um, like the speed run, like a bokoblin jump where you explode oh, a bomb in their heads and go shoot. flying within VR. Oh, that is going <laughs> to lag the game so badly. <laughs> and also you'd be spinning like crazy. That is like peak motion sickness, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's probably also important because we ranked this game at S tier on play by tier. Uh, yeah, I imagine yeah. it's pretty good. <laughs> Especially it might, it might change depending on how Tears of the Kingdom goes, but we'll mm. see. Yeah, it Does... could be a Portal Porter Two situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... it just looks better. It that is this the I want to say third time they've ever done a sequel to a Zelda game. Uh, or like like a direct sequel. Let's see, one, two, like fourth time, I think. No, fourth fifth, time? fourth or fifth. Oh, I'm thinking Majora's Mask and Spirit Tracks. What other ones are there? So Spirit Tracks is not, well, uh, that's kind of, yeah, okay, I guess that might be. So we got Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. Uh, we got Majora's Mask, Link's Awakening. Um, uh, oh, Link Between Worlds does not really count, but... At the same time, it does because Japan calls it a sequel. And there is just a game called Zelda 2. Zelda so 2? Probably, probably uh, Triforce, Triforce Heroes. Um, not oh, Four Swords and Four Swords Adventures technically don't count because they're like hundreds of years apart. <laughs> uh, more than half the Zelda games are direct sequels. So, Okay, I guess that like same link and everything. Yeah, same link and whatnot. I guess that makes sense with the time. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Anyways, um, that's after Breath of the Wild, assuming you get through that or you watch the cutscenes, the next game I recommend that you play is Age of Calamity. Uh, Age of (laughs) Calamity is our very, very first play it by tier review. Um, I also played that game to death, like maybe 400 hours of it, I think insane you've got to be the biggest advocate on twitter for this game (laughs) actually i might not be there i've seen people even bigger than me who who defended this game (laughs) (laughs) how how okay ask how don't ask how don't question it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yeah so this one is i imagine also like is important because it is a prequel to Breath of the Wild, which is also <coughs> probably important. Is it not, <coughs> not, is it not, Tyler? Is it not? Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> okay. okay. This I'll, is I'll um. Cross my legs in my seat. Yeah. This, get ready. Get this is a major beginning of the game spoiler. Uh, Age of Calamity is actually not a prequel. Nintendo just chose to market it like that to subvert expectations. Okay. The game is actually a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Huh? But I won't tell you why. Okay. There is uh, certain aspects in the game that um in- that involve let's say certain characters after Breath of the Wild. 
Oh, don't worry. Okay. It's confusing even to me. I finished the game. I personally, I didn't enjoy it, but it's a good game. It's just not my thing. But I still didn't understand mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's basically, it has, well, I'd say it has better music, better cinematics, but the gameplay is probably the weakest part of the point of the game. It's going to be very repetitive. It's going to be hack and slash. It's going to be like 20 frames per second gameplay. Um, not everyone's thing. You might be better off just watching cutscenes for this. Yeah. <laughs> I just play, I just grinded through as fast as possible for the cutscenes and doing that. I don't think was that worth it. Doing it <laughs> just watching it online, I think it's worth it. I, yeah. It might be a Zelda game I actually play because I think the only Zelda game I've ever completed is <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. So, oh. <laughs> you know what? I that makes me optimistic. I I think 3DS Hyrule Warriors too. So not even the oh Wii U one. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can survive it easily. Then you can survive it easily. Yeah. <laughs> but it is still necessary. Not necessary, I guess. You can skip it, but I you imagine can. it would help for this next game. I don't know even remotely how it how it ties in, but I imagine it does to a degree. Um, yeah, certain certain characters. Well, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Certain characters in Tears of the Kingdom. Um, there's something related to them in Age of Calamity, and you'll see. Okay. Um. And our next game on this list, actually, I might skip ahead a bit. Um, I, I kind of had this order differently. Um, next game on this list is Skyward Sword. Okay. Uh, well, I guess two two years ago, Skyward Sword was released on the Switch. If you wanted that, or if you happen to have that was a two Wii. years ago, what yeah, the heck? Two years ago. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> Time flies. Four, like, turns into old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, you probably want to pick up the Switch version. No one's going to want to play the Wii version. Because motion controls. Yeah. Uh, ha ha. And um, why I chose this game, I guess everyone chose this game, is that this game primarily takes place up in the skies, just as Tears of the Kingdom does. And it ah, also talks about... Um, it's basically like the origin story to the Master Sword. Um, whereas in Tears of the Kingdom, we see the Master Sword get destroyed. Okay, so yeah, that that would make sense. Uh, it is, I imagine, decently long. Uh, yes, probably not any longer than like a normal Zelda game. But uh, actually, it might be longer than a regular really? Zelda game. Okay, well, yeah. So it might be a hard one to get out in the nine days that you have, but still possible. Yeah. Just watch the world record speedrun and do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone, I don't think either of you have touched this game at all, have you? No. Uh, well, I think I have at like a friend's house for a second. A second. So, yeah. And Dakota, did you just like buy this game and never touch it? Nope, I didn't even buy it. You didn't I even buy it? I'll never touch it. <laughs> <laughs> even for the physicalness of the game itself, the game box. Yeah. To add do you to have the Amiibo? Collection. I do have the Amiibo. <laughs> okay. I'll give you credit for the Amiibo. <laughs> You can't really give me too much credit. It was available pretty often. It was even one of the ones at GameStop in the US. They went on for $5. Oh my gosh. So they're very, very, very available. So they, oh, got scal- they got scalped and then they got they became really cheap? Yeah, essentially. Jeez. Same with the Metroid Dread Amiibo. That is, that is shocking. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, I guess this is the type of game that you probably don't want to pick up and play um, for nine days. Uh, it's actually better if you watch the cutscenes for it because this game is very cinematic. Um, probably one of the most cinematic Zelda games you'd find. Interesting. Interesting. I guess I. Yeah, no, no, that, I guess that makes sense. And the is there any reason beyond just it is in the sky and also Master Sword, or is there there any? Um, it is, it's the first game, right, in the timeline. Yeah. yeah. So I guess if you're an insane person, that is a good place to start with Zelda games. If you want to start, if if you are like that, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, oh, do you think anyone? like reasonably has been like i want to get into zelda but play it in timeline order oh that would be the biggest mistake anyone that would sounds ever like make. a bad idea it is a very bad idea because you're like hopping between so many different kinds of games and then you have to like pick your path <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you, you hit ocarina of time and you're hit with a a branching like <laughs> yeah voice. you have to if decide you you don't even have to decide. You can commit either if you die in Ocarina of Time in the final battle, then you play through those games. <laughs> you, you have win, to play through those play games. games. <laughs> it's true. So if you if, if you're like, really bad at Zelda games, plan, if you like really want to play like Twilight Princess or something, you're like, okay, so this is what I have to do. <laughs> That's a good idea for like a subathon. <laughs> but, but here's the here's the thing though. If you're really bad at Ocarina of Time and you die, you're actually stuck with one of some of the harder Zelda games out there. That's true. <laughs> Most of the games in that timeline are actually difficult. I don't think any casual person would get through it without a guide. Uh, does Breath of the Wild is that like a like a a certain timeline, or is that like the timelines merge? It's uh, unspecified. Unspecified, ambiguous. Uh, let's say. Okay. Up to the player's interpretation. I'm just quoting. So Mr. you could you start there. I guess. You could technically. If but, that's what you're going with. But if you no. don't want to play a million Zelda games. <laughs> like a psychopath in nine days. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it is important to note, though, that Skyward Sword was the big mainline Zelda game they released before Breath of the Wild. So there could be something related. Mm-hmm. Besides, besides the big the big two main points about sky and master sword Mm -hmm. almost like the game's called the skyward sword or something (laughs) uh, yeah (laughs) okay so this uh next game i have on my list um it's actually a good starting point for the zelda franchise like you really don't need any background info uh it's twilight princess hourglass oh shoot sorry um, I will yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Phantom Hour. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, sorry, no, Twilight Princess. Oh, I, I thought I yeah. had it there. Uh, Twilight Princess is not on the Switch, unfortunately. Um, but if you happen to have a GameCube, a Wii, a Wii U, or if you, you know, if you're if you're in or China, computer, you have the wink, wink. If you're in China, <laughs> you have the Nvidia Shield TV. Uh, you get your hands on Twilight Princess or Steam, maybe. Nope. I think it depends. I know Simu there's talks of Dolphin going on to Dol- Steam. Simu but... and Dolphin? No. Yeah. Um, but that... <laughs> okay. That, um... Assuming you pay full price for those games responsibly <laughs> and dump those games responsibly and go through the mm-hmm. whole process legally, sure, yes. Simu and Dolphin. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. Of course. Like, you can get Dolphin and then dump your game onto your computer. It should be easy enough. <laughs> anyway, That's if you want to buy a copy, but also don't have a GameCube Wii or Wii U. <laughs> so why, why is Twilight Princess important, other than having the best Link and best Zelda? Oh! <laughs> That's a very base comment. That's a, that's a very base comment. Um, yeah. <laughs> Twilight Princess does have a segment in the game the where it does Ganondorf. take place in the sky. Uh, like a whole dungeon takes place in the sky. You also get to meet um, this strange, uh, these strange creatures called the Uka, who are basically like chicken-human hybrids. So they look very, very scary. Uh, don't mm. search them up. Um, I'm looking them up now. Do not look it up. Um, well, my curiosity. <laughs> they are allegedly the. Uh, just so people don't look it up, how do you spell oh. it? O O C C A. Oh, it's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, him. Yeah, these things are terrifying. <laughs> yeah, those things are. You know, they there's that one like character. The, you know the puppet, like the marionettes in Subspace Emissary with the knives on their hands. Whoa! They look like them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if you don't know um, what these creatures are, one of them meets meets you like in the very first dungeon, helps you exit, and kind of like it's kind of like a save point inside a dungeon. Um, they teleport you out of the dungeon. You can ask the companion to bring you back in. Blah blah blah. You're back in the dungeon where you left off. Anyways, um, Twilight Princess also has the the Twilight uh, the Twilight race. Um, these are like a group of um, or descendants of evil sorcerers who are banished mm -hmm. to this Twilight realm. Um, and the reason why people speculated this to be related to Tears of the Kingdom is because Tears of the Kingdom has a lot of these uh, Zonai creatures. The Zonai is basically like the Hyrule equivalent to Maya, the Mayan, the Aztecs, the anything like South or Central America native. Okay. Um, and they just so happen to wield green magic, just like the Twilight race. Interesting. They tie into uh, Tears of the Kingdom. People are thinking. People are thinking that the Zonai are descendants of these Twilight mm, people. Okay, possibility. Yeah, there was a couple of theories flying around. Um, they both just so happen to have swirls as part of their art and architecture. Mm hmm. And, uh, yeah. Besides that, I think there was also a mirror-like object in Breath of the Wild, but it was in the complete opposite location. People don't know if that's actually true or like if it's actually related or not. But oh well, that's mm -hmm. uh, that's a big theory to go down. So this one's probably not as as necessary. But if you were no. able to beat all those other games within nine days, this is a an easy one to pick. Considering I know this is like also a very acclaimed addition to the Zelda franchise. Yeah. So you're not gonna be missing out not playing or you're not gonna miss out on anything for playing it. It'll probably just be a fun experience if I'm being honest. <laughs> um I take it both of you haven't really played this game either. I've actually played the beginning of this game probably a dozen times. Uh I have never gotten past it though. <laughs> just because yeah. I never Yeah. 
I'm in the same boat. I think I got to like the second tier collecting a quest. And oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, that was that's when the game does get a little um, boring. Yeah, and slow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's basically just better Ocarina of Time. Whoa, beta play. Beta play. This is my take from this game. Hot take. It's a better Ocarina of Time. I don't know. I don't know if Twilight Princess has, has like a 99 on IGN or something or whatever. <laughs> Ogre no, it, it, it definitely does not have as high knowledge from. So mm, I think you're wrong. <laughs> actually. <laughs> uh, okay, the last set of games I have, it's actually a trilogy of games. Um, and unfortunately, two of them are pretty much impossible to get. One okay. of them... Uh, it's the Four Swords trilogy, which consists of um, Four Swords, Four Swords Adventures, and the Minish Cap. Um, these three games, well, Four Swords and the Minish Cap were made by Capcom. And I think Ooh. Four Swords Adventures was a thing that Nintendo did in just a tie in the game. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, and this was probably one of the strangest trilogy of games because... Even though Ganon appears as the main villain of Four Swords Adventures, most of these games don't actually feel very Zelda-like. Yeah, the Four Swords is the one that has four links, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always thought those were just uh, like non-canon fun games, but also I've not looked into them. I think my, my main experience of the Four Swords games are Nintendo Power magazines. So honestly, I'd probably I'd, I'd imagine that's like where ninety percent of the people have experienced this. Mm-hmm. What consoles are they even for? Or the handhelds, I imagine. Okay, so Four Swords is available on the GBA, uh, but you okay. need a link cable to actually play it. Um, you need like you know multiple copies and a link cable to actually play it. It's included with the Link to the Past on the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also re-released limited time on the DSi and 3DS. So, oh. in case you ever find someone with a very rare copy of this game on their DSi or 3DS, and are willing to pay a fortune to get it, and not reset the console to lose this game, sure, sure, if you want Fair that. Enough. Um, Four Swords Adventures is even more rare. It's on the GameCube and only the GameCube. Oh, I did not know that. I thought they were all GBA. No, this one actually, well, it's half GBA, I'd say. Um, it was, think of it like how the Wii U kind of worked with the gamepad. But instead of um, the gamepad, you had the GBA plugging into the GameCube. What? That's yeah. insane. <laughs> so your main gameplay is on the TV, right? But all of the other stuff, like the maps, uh, the uh, objectives or items or whatnot, they're, they're all on your GBA. That is ridiculous. And what made this game truly special is that the more GBAs you had plugged into this, the more features you'd unlock. So each player would have like some sort of special thing on their screen, on their Game Boy Advance screen, while they're all playing together in, on the TV. Wow. That would be, I was going to say, and these games are difficult to come by, but if you can, you can always legally dump them and play them on an emulator as well. But this one would be hard to do that with, I imagine. It'd be very hard to set up, yeah. It's yeah. expensive. It's expensive. Uh, but the normal Four Swords, 
legally dump and play online is another option. Uh, if you I mean, really... the game was technically free. Uh, that's just saying. The game, <laughs> yeah, okay. The, D- the DSi 3DS version was technically free. Oh, I, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna say that it was just free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that we got and then oh, the Minish Cap, of course. Yeah, the Minish Cap is on Game Boy Advance. Um, this one was actually re-released. Um, if you just so happen to have a Wii U and actually bought this game before the eShop closed, good job, good for you. If you bought a 3DS early, like when it was super expensive, uh, Nintendo would have give, given this game to you for free. Good for you. Uh, but now it's actually on the Switch. Uh, if you pay for the Switch Online expansion pack. Um, oh, yeah. Super expensive subscription. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you can play this on the Switch if you pay for that subscription. And trust me, this is probably one of the best Zelda games you'll ever play. Um, wow. I did not. I, I knew you liked this game. I did not know where you were. Yeah, wow. That's I rank this game at S tier. S tier. Oh. Like alongside Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I think that calls me out for not watching our own videos. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um, this game was directed by the same director as Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, this was actually like his fourth Zelda game, I believe. Oh. Um, yeah, and uh, it does have a segment, I think multiple segments, where it does take place up in the sky. Uh, it features a story of Link basically reforging a broken legendary blade. It's not the Master Sword, but it's a it's the Force Sword, basically. Hmm. Um, Link, let's say, let's see here. Um, I think there's a prophecy in this game featuring Link without his iconic green tunic. Oh. And I think the the people of the sky that you get to meet in this game, uh, they have similar architecture and um, symbols to the Zonai from Breath of the Wild. Interesting. Um, not to get you off on a tangent, but what is the lore reason behind there being four links? Because uh, the four sword kind of creates clones. Um, mm. in the Minish Cap, basically, it's like you got this. You got you know you fully upgrade your sword, and you get the Force Sword, and then you could create like all these temporary clones of Link that you can use for more powerful attacks and whatnot. And then Force Swords and Force Swords Adventures takes it even further and makes like four Links, um, each with their own like personalities and whatnot. Okay. Uh, but spoiler alert: Link does go back to, into one. After defeating the the final boss. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I guess that makes sense. You should use mm-hmm. that more often. That sounds like a like a. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Not... It's an easy win. It's probably more powerful than the yeah. Master Sword. Um, but overall, uh, I don't particularly recommend playing Four Swords and Four Swords Adventures because it's just absurdly difficult to actually get them uh do play the minish cap though you could probably run through this within nine days i'd say oh so that's your that's your biggest recommendation i guess outside of breath of the wild yeah outside of breath of the wild it's the minish cap yeah if you had to like order them by like most recommend the least recommended okay least recommend would be four swords and four swords adventures those two games are impossible to get now 
next would be Twilight Princess. Um, I'd say. Oh shoot! This is this is where it gets difficult, huh? <laughs> Skyward Sword would probably be next because of how long the game is and how much you'll probably struggle through. Okay. Like you could watch through it as a movie; it'd be probably easier that way. Um, I think Age Calamity is also next because, for similar reasons, you probably don't want to sit through hours of gameplay when you could just watch through the movie. Mm-hmm. A movie of cutscenes, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Minish Cap, and then Breath of the Wild. Fair enough. That sounds uh, maybe not doable in nine days, but nope. if you're not <laughs> getting the game on launch, then this is a a good list to get you to tide you over until you, I, I don't know, buy the game. <laughs> to be honest, you could just probably YouTube all these games in nine days instead. But that is if, true. You, if you're up for the speedrunning like... challenge, sure, I can't <laughs> stop you there. <laughs> yeah. If you're a real gamer, you'll get through all of them in nine days and also <laughs> have access to Four Swords Adventures somehow. Legally. <laughs> somehow legally. Mm-hmm. Did they ever release Four Swords Adventures on the Wii U? Because that feels nope. like... That's insane. They Yeah, for some reason they didn't. It, it would have been the perfect game. Um, the Wii U was able to run GameCube games, so I don't, I'm not sure why they didn't do that, but that's um, wild. yeah, not oh, as wild as not as wild as I'm not even gonna make that joke. <laughs> oh, no, I'm <laughs> I guess I don't know what you're about to say, but <laughs> thank you for joining us in discussing the Zelda games we recommend to play before Tears of the Kingdom. We would love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks podcast.